you hear that? that yeah. Does that sound familiar to you? Yes, absolutely. Because I uh, I lived in that era. Do you know what it is? <laughs> You're not that much older than me. <laughs> okay. Fucker. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you guys recognize this sound, but uh, that's the sound literally going online in the uh, late 90s, connecting you to the internet. Good old so, dial-up. Yes, yeah, so a dial-up sound uh, connecting through connecting your computer through a modem, through uh, the phone, the basically telephone line. That's why um, we used to hear this dial-up sound. Before we had separate lines for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Didn't have mm-hmm. the infrastructure to support it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we saw a ghost. Right. But anyway, uh, today's, today's topic is technology, right? Uh, technology. Love it. Technology. Hate it. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Where do we start? I mean, there's so much to talk about, in my opinion, because we... Uh, we uh, used to work in this industry, semiconductor industry, uh, which is probably at the forefront of um, technological achievement today. Ah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You don't have much without microprocessors, memory, yeah. and all the various components typically associated mm-hmm. with semiconductor in yeah. our industry. One of the one of the most essential industries today. How about we start? With defining technology. Technology. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of fun. So I yeah. think a lot of people maybe have a varied or loose definition of frame? what technology is. Yeah, now I am. Okay. That I wasn't sorry. Here we go again. <laughs> Take two. Back in the frame. So speaking about technology and right. the definition of it, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have varying definitions. Maybe mm-hmm. a loosely defined definition of technology so we'd Mm -hmm. say like this microphone is technology for Mm -hmm. example so is the computer but how would you define Uh, i would describe as uh the resulting products or services of uh scientific achievements that's how i would define yeah i think so too i'd go one step further and say that technology is anything Mm -hmm. man creates to a system to solve any problem. Mm-hmm. So in that regard... Similar to engineering. Yeah, yeah engineering, mm-hmm. right? To mm-hmm. get to the heart of the matter. But you could right. say, at one point in time, this cup right here, mm-hmm. this was technology. Right. You know, this was the height of technology. It was a container to hold a liquid. Right. More than likely water. But now we don't think of a cup as technology because we've had it for so long. Mm-hmm. So typically technology... Technology, I believe, is referring to, or in popular mind, is the most current mm-hmm. product to solve issues. Right. So the cup is no longer technology. Mm-hmm. But let's go. Let's go even further back. Let's go to the start, <laughs> okay. as far start. as technology be concerned, to the modern era. Okay. So probably something like uh, the revolutionary period. Mm-hmm. I think there were some things you were mentioning about that earlier. Did I? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what I meant to uh, say is that, you know, uh, I mean, there are a lot of byproducts of um, technology, uh, but I think it's interesting to look at how these technological advancements, uh, you know, um, have taken place uh, from the very beginning. Very beginning as in, I'm not talking about, you know, 2,000 years ago. I mean, it's 
probably interesting to talk about those times as well. But most relevant time, I think we can go back to uh, late 18th century, where the um, when the first industrial revolution started, right? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I wasn't around for the uh, <laughs> the industrial revolution. So. Right. I mean, okay. So I think you know we can talk about. There's some interesting, a lot of interesting things, right? So the first uh, industrial revolution obviously can be characterized as um, a couple of words, which is mechanization and uh, steam engine, right? I mean, that's a big one, uh, which later gave way to uh, the invention of internal combustion engine. But that's like after the second industrial revolution. Progressive. Right. But the point is, though, that through that, the first industrial revolution, uh, we could actually, st we, we started to replace agriculture um, with uh, the industry as the backbone of the society and economy, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, we increased the productivity of uh, manufacturing as well, right? Dramatically. Yes. Uh, steamboat, locomotive. Yeah, I mean, there are so All many things, things that actually changed the, the ways of living mm -hmm. uh, entirely. That's why it is so powerful, um, you know, force. Um, but, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about this, um, this part of the uh, uh, history. So, essentially, the... Mm -hmm. The technology that was discovered, created, and how it's kind of led to today mm -hmm. has had a huge impact on cultural evolution. Yeah. I mean, that's just Absolutely. one of the small things it touches. It changes the way we interact <clears throat> with people. I mean, people right now are listening to us from tons of different devices. Potentially, mm -hmm. they're on their phone. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're on a laptop. Maybe it's coming through a broadcasting system, mm -hmm. a radio, or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. It's had a huge impact on everyday life for yeah. men, women, and children. And a lot of people would say that technology has made our lives better. I I wouldn't necessarily 100% agree with that. Mm -hmm. I would at least take a step back and say it's made our lives different. And you can't argue better in a lot of ways mm -hmm. as far as medicine's concerned and how far we've come along with that. Mm -hmm. That's a huge benefit. But I think technology fails to meet the the elementary problem or mm -hmm. the fundamental problem of being human. Mm -hmm. And these machines only serve purposes to try and reduce the impact of what it is to be human and all the negatives that come with it. Because no matter how far we've come, historically and technologically speaking, mm -hmm. we still have problems. Do you think technology can ever truly solve these problems? Not entirely. Right, um, a lot of realistic problems can be solved, <coughs> but um, largely, um, you know, what makes human beings so um, unique cannot be. I don't know. This is really premature to say, but I think so far it's hard to say that um, it's going to have an impact on basically human nature. Right? I don't think so. Maybe it'll come. But um, as of today, and uh, the predictions in the future we can foresee, I don't think that's going to come anytime soon. Yeah. You don't think we're having a real change to our lives as humans with technology yet? 
I mean, a lot of changes have happened. I'm just saying that uh, no technology yet that I can foresee will be able to alter or give very different uh, force to the change of human human nature. Ah, That's I see what, what you're I was, saying. Yeah. So you're basically saying you don't think technology can solve all the problems of being yeah. a human. Mm-hmm. I would definitely agree. I'd say if it could solve it, it probably changes from being human to something else. Mm-hmm. Since a lot of our struggle, mm-hmm. pain, glory, all these emotions wrapped up kind yeah. of define us yeah. as humans. And that human experience without those things may be something entirely different. Yeah. And then I think it's almost the inevitable that as the society or, or the government system grow to be more complex um, and the economy grows... It's almost impossible to not to exploit people within the system, you know? When you're talking about exploitation, are you saying taking advantage of people that are creating... Yeah, you can say that in a way that is taking advantage of them, right? Because, you know, we've talked about this. I mean, this is not exactly uh, technology, but, I mean, sort of you can say that. When we talked about um, two episodes ago about fitness industry all those you know supplements could be beneficial mm-hmm. but a lot of them are just you know whatever mm-hmm. right those are not really valuable or have a huge impact on you know fitness itself but they exist and there's a market and people yeah exactly uh, that's a good point yeah similar to the supplement industry then you're saying the technology industry that maybe mm-hmm. the technology they're selling and promoting actually doesn't have any huge impact in life value or it's not going to be a huge benefit to our lives Mm -hmm. but it's marketed in such a way that we don't even think to question uh, will this technology actually be helpful for me yeah because same thing with similar for the supplement maybe i can Mm -hmm. get this via my diet you know Mm -hmm. so something for example let's say a cell phone maybe you could still have those personal relationships without the necessary sorry, without the need of a cell phone, with calling people, texting. Sure, it'd be way more difficult Mm -hmm. because you'd have to do it all in person or via writing, but I think you'd still have success. So without maybe examining the reason you're buying the technology and the purpose, you Mm -hmm. might be missing out on something entirely. Or Mm -hmm. you might be being tricked into slavery to some degree. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to use that word too lightly because I know has a lot of undertones and historical context, but for all intents and purposes, you could be slave to an ideology, which in this Absolutely. case would be technology being extremely valuable and adds value to your life. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it could be harming you. There's probably yeah. hasn't been too many long-term studies mm-hmm. done with technology because it grows so rapidly mm-hmm. and you need so much data, amount of years and all that mm-hmm. to actually arrive to a reasonable conclusion about yeah, what it means. I think the best we can do is really be conscious of the impact of the technology in, in your life. Um, I think the best we can do, because obviously, you know, there's so much control that we can exert um, because technology and everything is so embedded into our system, it's impossible to ignore them as you live unless you be a caveman, Right. So to to a certain degree, it's inevitable. I think that's why I think the best thing we can do is being conscious of it and being critical of what the values 
of technology and um, you know use it as our advantage mm-hmm. right I mean that effort is pretty much the best thing we can do but we cannot be completely detached from the technology mm. or current science or current knowledge whatever you want to call it right as long as we are within the system mm-hmm. we are under the influence of the system absolutely so obviously there's remote tribes out there and there's mm. people that live in different countries that don't have technology to the degree that we have it here in the U.S., for example, mm-hmm. or a first world country. I imagine, though, if you went and showed these people a lot of these things, especially probably older generations, say somebody who's reached our age, our level of maturity, they probably wouldn't want to integrate the technology because it would be such a different life and lifestyle it would be completely alien foreign and almost oppressive to them Mm -hmm. so do you think that technology even though with all the goods and like you mentioned the inevitability of it Mm -hmm. can it oppress people even to those who have no idea of those technology yeah um i probably to them is they appear to be just alien to them but I don't think they would take, uh, they can't really take any meaning out of it because mm-hmm. they don't have any understanding of it. We can try to explain it to mm-hmm. them, but they won't really know the values of it. I don't think that's possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to, to us, when we encounter this new technology, pieces, pieces of new technology, we don't usually get a true idea of what the technology can do. We don't, right? I mean, I gotta be honest, when iPhone came out for the first time. I thought that's silly because <laughs> it just didn't seem like. Don't get me wrong, the design was great and what it could do. I mean, it just looked elegant, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just thought that, well, this is just, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what kind of difference this can make, you know. Uh, but I mean, it changed the entire course of, you know, electronics industry, right? Oh, absolutely. So, like, even to us, it's kind of hard to recognize the value of new technology sometimes. I'm not saying I was that way, therefore everybody's like that, but um, in comparison, like, those who have no idea or less knowledge of uh, technology, it'll be hard for them to understand the true value of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, you've given an example of somewhere where you're on the other side of the fence where you thought, "Ah, it's kind of silly, you know, what, really, what's the point in this? Can you think of another example where you're on the opposite, where you thought like, oh man, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty neat, but at the end, you know, maybe it's a kind of a useless bit of technology. Like what's, you mm-hmm. know, what's the purpose in this really? Mm-hmm. This was just made to sell units essentially. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that like immediately comes to mind that's just kind of burdensome that people adopt it for seemingly no reason? Um... <laughs> Man, I, I really can't think of an example, but I'm sure there have been, right? No, there, ha- there has to be. Right. I mean, I can think of a lot that people don't buy immediately. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so there's nothing that I've necessarily purchased mm-hmm. where I've been on that side. Um, but something that immediately comes to mind is the belt that vibrates and shakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're, right. you're going to get a six pack when you wear right. this belt. Yeah. This is all you have to do, which is silly, but it sells. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely sells. Right. So one more thing is for me, I've 
you know this. I've just recently gotten back on social media. Mm-hmm. Didn't have it for a long time. Yeah. It was something that I have because I think I need to have it mm-hmm. and there's value in it. Yeah. But my preference and my overall opinion of it is that it's probably mostly negative. Yeah. Um, mainly because of the... It just shortcuts relationships and changes mm-hmm. them in a way that I don't find is valuable. But everybody's on it, and you're forced to comply to some degree. You don't necessarily yeah. have to be 100% involved mm-hmm. in social media. But I think a lot of people have fallen to the trap that this is human relationship. And it's done through these apps, through yeah. this phone, through this technology, mm-hmm. which I just... I have a bit of a different experience. It can be. <sighs> yeah. It's a tool. If it's used responsibly, it can be mm-hmm. very effective, very rewarding. But I also think there's some tools you don't give people without proper training. I mm. mean, in the industry we were in, you're not going to go open a gas line or do some type of work or use mm-hmm. a specific tool yeah. unless you're thoroughly trained. Because yeah. you'll be at risk not only for others, but also yourself and potentially, you know, the product. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that we haven't caught up with in technology yet Mm -hmm. is the potential dangers associated with them. Yeah. I think, you know, just like any other technology, a lot of them, the problem of technology, um, I'm not saying everything is this way, but dominantly the value of it can only be realized through their terms. Mm -hmm. That's the problem of it. We don't have any choice. So, for example, you talked about social media. Its value only increases or can be realized in proportion of the time that you put into the social media, mm. right? So, you automatically, you don't have any choice but spend a lot of time on it to get any value of it. So, this is what I'm talking about when, you know, when we talked about uh, Herbert uh, Mercusa's one-dimensional man, the totalitarian system, society. Like, the values are not created for you. Mm-hmm. It's for them, typically. Mm-hmm. And more so, how it is realized, how it is, you know, uh, used in the, in, in, in the society is, you know, basically determined by their terms. Sure. So, that's my beef. I, I, that's why I don't like, you know, at least I'm conscious of it. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know. And then, I, I, everyone should be. Yeah. I think being conscious of anything changes directly yeah. how you interact with it. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. With how you interact with the world. This is why we value mm-hmm. education and learning so highly. It can make things much more complex and depth and beautiful than they were previously. Mm-hmm. But it can also alert you to the potential dangers of something. Yeah. And when you mention the values are essentially Probably close, yeah. forced down or pushed down our mm-hmm. throats, we're not saying that this is like a specific group of people or specific mm-hmm. individuals. Yeah. This is a byproduct of any collective, a, a yeah. system. This is a byproduct of culture, history, mm-hmm. and everything working together to form this narrative and these mm-hmm. values, which we just blindly follow and consider the correct way, you know. Right. This is the correct path to get to. In most cases, in the U.S., it's happiness or the illusion of happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're all, you know, values exist on the surface by, the, you know, by the marketing, you know, all of them, you know. I again, 
I I admit that there are a lot of advantages of technology, uh, and then we we should take advantage advantage of them for sure uh, to enrich our life. But that's about it. We shouldn't be you know shackled to those technology just because you know that's how we get the value out of it. You're you know? right. And there's one other thing to really be aware of mm-hmm. uh, for anybody out there listening is that technology, because most people are behind it and agree mm-hmm. with it, yeah, it can be used in a way to shift your opinion or your belief on other things outside of technology. So, for example, we were talking mm-hmm. about there's this perception um, that a lot of semiconductor is being outsourced to China. Right. This is a a common perception. Mm-hmm. And while some of that is true, it vastly underestimates the reality. We came from this right. this uh, industry. So we know that it's multifaceted. It's more than, mm-hmm. oh, there's outsourcing to China. It's that the technology that we have is growing mm-hmm. so rapidly right. and the demand is so high that yeah. we can't even keep up with it. Mm-hmm. It's not that necessarily... China is stealing all the resources mm-hmm. from us mm-hmm. and that they're going to be the number one competitor, which could happen mm-hmm. if they had the technology because they have the means. But people are well paid in our industry. It's not that we can't find good labor necessarily. Right. It's just that the manufacturing costs have gotten so low. Mm-hmm. And so the margins on selling these things are so thin that mm-hmm. we have to produce more and more and the demand increases mm-hmm. and then the newest chip comes out so somebody could say to you oh china's taking all our jobs our engineering mm-hmm. jobs semiconductor mm-hmm. now, well it's technology that's valuable it's important oh if china's trying to do that they're wrong there's mm-hmm. something bad about them or you know replace china with any other country replace it with anything mm-hmm. so we have to be careful when we automatically assume technology is extremely valuable Right, so we shouldn't be boxed away. So avoid this totalitarianism perspective mm-hmm. as somebody who might put an extreme value on technology understands a little more complex, mm-hmm. and that shouldn't just buy into it and think immediately it's a good thing because as technology right. or technology advances, there's some real things we should look at and be worried about the way technology is advancing. I mean, I think there's a huge concern with mm-hmm. AI. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> and the potential impact that's going to have on mm-hmm. society and human structure, right. um, especially when people are talking about these companies that can pull all your information mm-hmm. and then maybe assign you a certain credit score, or sorry, not credit score, but basically a value that mm-hmm. you're worth mm-hmm. based off all this large amount of data. So there's you know one potential negative impact. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good to have a balanced perspective that not all technology is good. Technology is not inherently a good mm-hmm. thing. It's just essentially a tool yeah. that can be misused or used properly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, the the essence of technology uh, or new, inven- new inventions uh, could be, like you said, uh, could have both sides, right? I mean, it can be used well. It can be used really negatively. Like dynamite, for example, it was a good creation, right? But also, it was used for, uh, to, you know, in a destructive, destructive way. Um, and we can come up with, you know, numerous examples like that. And, um, you know, one thing that when you were talking about semiconductor industry, you know, we just wanted to point that out, point that out because, mm-hmm. 
uh, it's just yes, Chinese has taken a lot of manufacturing uh, needs from us for sure, um, or uh, manufacturing industry. But semiconductor doesn't really fall into the same category because、mm-hmm. the manufacturing, most of them by China is based on cheap labor, and semiconductor is simply not you know that's not the case. And、um, to begin with, China really doesn't produce a meaningful amount of chips. <laughs> they don't <laughs> of current technology、yeah. for sure. Not yet.、Uh, they have a lot of money, so maybe they can pull off something. You know, maybe they can. You know. Even start、uh, by buying、uh, the best company in the world, which is TSMC, right? <laughs> now, who knows? They they have so much money、uh, for so that they ha- they have a lot of options. But we just、uh, wanted to point that out. They're not the same thing, basically. Yeah,、But、it's common、uh, misconception misconception、yeah. uh, related to the field and the industry,、mm-hmm. which is why we. Typically, people that hear that or hear these things、mm-hmm. just trust the people saying it as experts. But it's、yeah. why it's super important to go and kind of validate、mm-hmm. what you read or what you hear, because、yeah. ultimately, there a lot of people, whether intentionally or unintentionally, are angling to communicate、mm-hmm. their ideology, and they want、right. you to buy into it.、Yeah. Again, this is just a byproduct of, I think. A system and having an ideology、mm-hmm. that's small scale, where it's a singular individual doing、mm-hmm. it, whereas large scale could be an entire culture, country having a similar mindset.、Mm-hmm. So it's just something to I think be aware of. But you know we've we've said a lot of negatives I think about technology.、Mm-hmm. Some of the good things, me personally, I love is I can listen to music anywhere. True, true, yeah. That's a huge that's a big one. one. And if you think about it, it's interesting that, you know, was that two decades ago、um, when Apple、uh, launched iPod? I, iPod. I should have checked the year, but something, something、year. like that, right? I think that was two thousand five. Was it? I think around there. Right. Yeah, but anyway,、uh, even from that point, music industry has changed a lot, right? Drastically. <laughs> it was all about selling records. Now it's all about、yes. getting those clicks and those downloads and beyond. Yes. I mean, there were times when producers. I was so excited to go to record shop to buy a new、uh, album. You know, like those were the days, right? I mean, it was so different. But now, it's just few clicks, right?、Um, and I'm pretty sure not a lot of people. People buy entire albums these days, right? Oh man, does anybody、Probably、even、not. buy music anymore? I think we all <laughs> just rent it on Spotify, Apple, and、yeah. I can't.、Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I bought something.、Mm-hmm. I, it's been a part of a year too. Usually, somebody, one of my favorite, you know, Brian Fallon, Gaslight Anthem, they release、right. something, pre pre purchase it in order and、yeah. get it on vinyl just to have it. Even though I only listen to the digital, right? Just the. Have an appreciation because、mm-hmm. again, my personal values. Right? Yeah, you yeah. know, we've been there. I've, I've used a record player. <clears throat> I remember、mm-hmm. even one going and buying CDs or cassettes.、Mm-hmm. That's cool too. Yeah, I, you know, I snuck through the cassette era, but I remember very vividly the first few CDs I had、mm-hmm. versus vinyl, and I think those are real valuable things. Yeah, but maybe we're being a、uh, dogmatic and a bit old in our ways. Maybe those、yeah. are only valuable because we had the experience attached to them. Yeah. So now we're looking down on these. To a degree, that that is true, right? These、um, other ways to get. Yeah. But I think the value that we found in those is it's kind of difficult. You kind of have to go out of your way to go、mm-hmm. 
find the the album you want they may not have it Mm -hmm. or you may run into something entirely different say you go to the record store they don't got the cd you want they don't got the vinyl you want true yeah you want you want to list something so you're like oh you know i'll get something new you ask the guy hey man Mm -hmm. what do you recommend yeah oh i got this one for you they sound very similar i like it a lot yeah and you check them out Mm -hmm. and you get this huge experience of where you had human interaction you know you had to drive there you had to walk there yeah, There's exactly. a lot of effort that right. went into it mm-hmm. that kind of put maybe ascribed more value mm-hmm. on this thing. Yeah, that for sure. You know, it's not like oh, I just search it and click it. Yeah, well, that's cool, but it's not yeah. like meaningful to me. Yeah, <gasps> like the efforts of your part is pretty much gone now, right? Um, like you said, you know, back then we had to take a bus or you know drive to the shop and have to you know select it pay for it there are a lot of you know in between you know steps to do it but today you don't have to i mean that's just true i'm not you know on this point particularly i'm not saying which is better but it is true though the amount of effort that you have to put to gain the product um is just dramatically less today than before yeah yeah i don't think that's something we've really been able to quantify Mm -hmm. in a study i'm sure there's studies done about Mm -hmm. Fulfillment and what we perceive to be fulfillment, you know, there's probably someone that feels more fulfilled doing it the way we've done. Yeah. Where I'm sure there's other studies that show most people just feel aggravate or sorry, aggravate and frustrated by having to go through that experience. Right. But I also don't think being aggravate and frustrated and kind mm-hmm. of having some bumps along the road, so to speak, mm-hmm. is a negative thing. I think that just changes the way you view that event. Mm-hmm. especially after time has passed. I mean, the things I value most in my life personally have been some of the most difficult parts of my life, not the mm-hmm. simple laid back chill moments. True. And so I'm kind of, that's one worry I have about technology. The further mm-hmm. it removes us from the human element of pain, the less human we become in some way. I feel like we're losing a little bit of that human nature side. And mm-hmm. again, maybe this is part of the the evolution of man. And right. Technology is the necessary step. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, nervous. it's hard to say that the progression that we're making is toward, um, you know, destruction or uh, negative part. But we really can't say that yet, right? Uh, also, we talk a lot about uh, the current generations, right? Uh, that, oh, they don't have social skills. And there are so many things that we talk of them negatively. But maybe that's just part of the, uh, you know, evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they will be better than us. Yeah. Right? They'll be definitely better in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, we excel in certain ways and they'll excel in different mm-hmm. ways because our paths are so different. Yeah. Right? All those experiences accumulate too. A different final product mm-hmm. so i guess in that way you know it's kind of good that we don't live forever and we die otherwise we yeah. just uh, well, yeah, we never want change probably mm-hmm. we probably want things to remain the same forever and yeah. again that's one of the benefits of technology mm-hmm. and i don't know how much control we have large scale but i know we can make a lot of changes in our day-to-day life mm-hmm. and again going back to examining the technology we use does it really add benefit in your life you should pay close attention to it mm-hmm. and see if yeah. it does. Right. For example, I mean, we've seen people that watch TV. This is, 
I don't think it happens very much anymore, but you remember mm. ads, TV ads, all the right. time. How much time did you waste watching a TV ad? If, especially if you're trying to watch a movie. Might as well have been half ads, <laughs> half movie. An absurd amount of time wasted. <laughs> yes. But somebody might say, oh, this is technology. I can actually watch TV. Mm-hmm. But then I realize, like, oh, man, they've snuck in all these ads, or mm-hmm. maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe I'm wasting my time here. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a more effective way to do this. Maybe I'm wasting my entire day mm-hmm. playing a video game all day when I could go outside and do something that's beneficial for my health or otherwise or whatever reason. But unless we take the time to actually examine why we're using technology, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. TV, phone, internet, computer, then still might be some stuff on the table. We might mm-hmm. be harming ourselves yeah. or just not using it to its full advantage. We could be using our phones more effectively. We could be using the internet more effectively, mm-hmm. learning or whatever aligns with our values, how we want to be mm-hmm. in life or the people we want to become more yeah. towards it. Yeah. And it's, speaking of a good thing, um, my favorite thing of all time is probably, I got to say, uh, espresso. <laughs> espresso. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um all the 20th century, right? Um, after the first industrial revolution. Uh, Italian, I don't know, I forgot his, the gentleman's name, but um, there there were several I- iterations of adv- advancement, but uh, eventually uh, by three or four different people um, to make the espresso machine that we know today. Um, without the first in- industrial revolution, we wouldn't have had espresso machine today. You know, so I appreciate that a lot. It's a game changer. I imagine oh, yeah, for sure. the espressos have fed uh, <clears throat> the creation of a lot more technology. Yeah, you know, really <laughs> the funny thing is that uh, the first industrial revolution really increased the productivity of the entire society, right? So to people, you know, people adapt to things, right? And to them, this bring coffee time just suddenly appeared to be so long, right? <laughs> because everything else is so, you know, pacing up, but <laughs> the coffee brewing process remains the same. I think there was sort of the motiva- motivation that I want to make coffee faster, you know, <laughs> just like anything else, right? You got, a, you got a real addiction problem, you know? Right. So I think, you know, the one invention really, um, um, you know, creates opportunities for other inventions, right? Oh, absolutely. Or you yeah, see so ways so that you can improve in mm-hmm. one area that mm-hmm. is totally applicable to other things. Yeah. I mean, our industry, we know about this, 5S, mm-hmm. right? Japanese term about organizations, mm-hmm. how you set place everything, mm-hmm. essentially, to make your workflow the mm-hmm. most effective. Yeah. Right? So that's one technological improvement that I believe started in the car industry, right? I don't, yes. I think it was Toyota. Toyota. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... We've adopted it. It's had a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Pretty and much all manufacturing facilities yeah, yeah. have adopted. And that. that means, you know, the faster we can produce the newest technology, mm-hmm. we can then start incorporating that technology mm-hmm. yeah. in our manufacturing process to make better stuff. Yeah. And that's one crazy thing to me that still feels like magic today is that yeah. we <laughs> we use lower technology to mm-hmm. make better technology. It seems mind-boggling to me. Yeah. But you're telling me something that's shittier than that is going to make something better Mm -hmm. you know it's like wait what how does that work how does something that's crappier make something better Mm -hmm. blows my mind all the time but yeah it's true it works all the time 
Yeah, absolutely. And then also, it's really interesting to know that all those you know technological advancements, in this case, uh, you know, industrial revolutions, really, the you know the sector that has benefited the most was always manufacturing. You know, the first revolution, you see the mechanization. You know, therefore, the increased productivity of manufacturing. And the second revolution, uh, the widespread electrification. Better manufacturing process, therefore, you know, the birth of uh, Ford, you know, the mass production, which really changed the world. Um, and also third uh, revolution, which is uh, basically nuclear energy and computers, really, um, which enabled automation of manufacturing. Mm -hmm. If you really look at them, that's really like interesting to me that, of course, we had all sorts of you know, different inventions that you can see. But I think most benefited part um, part of the society was always manufacturing, mm. you know, which mm -hmm. accelerated economy, right? So it's yeah. really, they're not separable. Yeah, I mean, you can't separate. It's, it's kind of a bummer if you look back mm -hmm. to, I believe, 60s and the 70s when manufacturing is probably at a peak. Mm -hmm. It's probably even increase way more by now mm -hmm. but one of the things they predicted is you know by our time that there would be complete automation of yeah, everything that's the, no yeah, labor so needed that'll be the change of uh the result of the current uh revolution right the complete smart factory right so everything's automized independent machine learning and ai basically the manufacturing facility can function on its own mm -hmm. without human beings right that's you know the way it's headed. Yeah, I to get a little bit off to, off topic, but mm -hmm. similar to what I was saying is that people mm. thought that we'd already be in that situation, where yeah. where <laughs> we wouldn't have to work anymore. Yeah, because oh, machines are doing so much of the labor, right. and yeah. again, that would have actually worked. Mm -hmm. That could have been a real possibility. Mm -hmm. But again, a little off topic here. That's not how it went because we live in a capitalistic society yeah. where the highest value. Is capital and you know profit margins things mm -hmm. of that nature making more money is the highest value mm -hmm. so the manufacturing process was never about getting more people free time and not having to That's work point, yeah. while having money mm -hmm. so even if we get closer to smart factories mm -hmm. and things like that as long as it remains under this paradigm mm -hmm. labor will only continue to increase and the requirement it'll change Maybe we won't be working in the factories, mm -hmm. but somebody's got to fix those robots. You and I know that. Right. We're the assholes fixing those robots right. sometimes. Yeah. You know, the engineers solving the problems. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's one of the lies that we get told is mm -hmm. that, oh, think technology is going to solve the human crisis of discontent and unhappiness. Mm -hmm. Think of all the free time you're going to have. Spend yeah. more time with your families. <laughs> be more connected. <laughs> Facebook. Right. And all these things. But yeah. guess what? You realize like, oh, fuck, I'm even less connected than I have been before. Yeah. I don't feel like I actually have real relationships with people. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I go to work and I'm in this assembly line. Or sorry, I'm in this assembly line. Mm -hmm. What is the purpose and meaning of my life? Mm -hmm. Yet we have all this technology, but we still feel empty. Yeah. So I think there's... We need to go back to the drawing board in some yeah. things, how mm -hmm. we get more fulfillment out of the technology. Yeah, I think it really goes back to the idea of creating your own values, at least, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, assessing them, assessing your life, 
to find the values, right? I think that's the uh, most critical part. You know, um, the technology and you know all those things can be beneficial if you use them as your advantage. Mm-hmm. But you cannot be slave to them. Mm. You know, I mean. I th- I think a lot of people would disagree with you because they're slaves to it right now. I I'm, I'm giving yeah. a hard time. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be a slave to it, right? It's a right. choice. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that I mean, slavery often, oftentimes, if not all the time, implies no choice of the matter. But because we have a choice in the matter, mm-hmm. if we examine it, then we won't be a slave mm-hmm. just by examining it. Mm-hmm. The second you make a choice, whether it's yes, I'm going to continue using it or no, or Mm -hmm. any variation on the spectrum of those, you're no longer a slave. So we're not saying technology bad. We're not Mm -hmm. saying, hey, Instagram, social media, your phone, and Mm -hmm. all these things are bad. They're only potentially bad if you're not examining them why. Yeah. That's the only time you're a slave, is when you don't know why you do something. Yeah, for sure. like a zombie, like we've talked about Mm -hmm. a few episodes back. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's just on autopilot, Mm -hmm. you know? They're not running their life. Yeah. They're just a vehicle. That's no way to live. Yeah, I mean, we so like we talked about it earlier. People, ordinary people, or I, I should say, more than ninety percent of the entire population, have hard time to even recognize the value of new technology. Mm-hmm. So it is almost impossible for them to recognize the implications of the technology <laughs> if they can't even recognize the actual essential you know, value of the technology. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so a really good point. So that's why I got to be really careful with it, you know. Uh, but again, if you have found your own values in your life and continuous examinations, I mean, you're going to be fine, you know. Absolutely. Just don't be exploited. Don't be a slave to it, you know. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, take yeah. control of your life. Yes. I mean, it sounds really technology. simple, but it, it just involves a lot more than... Just thinking about it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it requires uh, legit actions. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know we probably sound like a broken record because it seems like every episode we mention this, mm-hmm. but it's because it's very important for us. Yes. And it applies to everything. Mm-hmm. That's why it applies to fitness, applies to relationships, mm-hmm. dating, technology. Mm-hmm. We're always going to want to be examining and trying to pull depth out of these mm-hmm. topics out of these conversations mm-hmm. and hopefully have you think about things in a different way because I know yeah. every time we have a conversation it seems our back and forth we in- end up pulling out something deeper mm-hmm. something we didn't realize initially Yeah, and then you have that waha moment you know like wow that realization the light mm-hmm. bulb comes on and it makes sense and there's clarity mm-hmm. and once you have that clarity it's easier to head in a direction in your life mm-hmm. to know which path you want to be on right and that's, I mean, aren't we all looking for a path that's mm-hmm. we're willing to reverse? That's worth it. You know, yeah. the path, the path of heart. Yeah, that we mentioned on the website. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I I like to make an analogy to this that <clears throat> if you don't know the values of your life, if you don't know the meaning of your life, then sort of like you're just you're a piece of puzzle mm-hmm. that's being played by someone. But if you do, on the other hand, you're the person who is making the puzzle. Mm. You know, I like to think of that way. That is the complete 
control of your life. You know, yeah. nothing should be vague or guessing. You should be continuously <clears throat> evaluating your life to find or improve your life and meaning. You know, and that's that's the ultimate way to have full control of your life. No, you know? autonomy, yeah. autonomy, right? I mean, there's autonomy is uh, I don't know if you use that exact term, but independence was uh, one of the main characteristics of mass morality, mm-hmm. um, you know, characterized by Nietzsche, mm-hmm. right? That's what you should have instead yeah. of the other side, which is slave morality. Yep characterized by uh, exactly opposite of that of mass morality, uh, sympathy, kindness, um, mediocrity, right? He calls it a uh, herd. Herd mentality, right? Yes, yeah. So you should be getting, you, know, you should be out of that, you know, realm. You Ideally, you want to avoid it, but it requires, like you were saying, the examination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a will to power, as yes. Nietzsche called it. Mm-hmm. You can exert your will to power upon the world, yourself, mm-hmm. and others. Yeah. That's to have a master mm-hmm. uh, morality. But tying it right back to technology is that these I- the ideology we have is essentially mm-hmm. the program we're running, right? Mm-hmm. Our bodies and our, the physiological state we live in, like being humans, yeah. we're the, the operating system, right? You know, We're the hardware. The software is going to be our ideals, our values, our beliefs, you know, so we might be running a program Mm -hmm. that was designed by somebody else entirely. More times than not, if you're born and you've never thought about any of this stuff, you are 100% running a program that somebody loaded upon you. That program is the culture you live in, the Mm. historical context, the time period. Languages. Yes. All that. So you are a computer running another program Mm -hmm. that you didn't create. Yeah. But good news, guys. You can create it. Yeah, exactly. You can debug it. You can make it as robust. And look, I'm not saying it's easy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that shit's going to crash a lot. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And you're going to have to reload it. You're going to have to figure it out. You're going to get mm-hmm. the kinks all working. But eventually, you'll have some level of normalcy mm-hmm. and a way to navigate life. And you'll have so much more appreciation for your life because you chose it. Mm-hmm. And things will be much more clear. You'll have a clarity that's just different than other people that aren't running on that mm-hmm. that program that you have that operating system and when you meet other people that you see that of oh yeah man they came with that program they figured it out they've mm-hmm. chosen it mm-hmm. you're gonna have such a, a deep bond and kinship with that person mm-hmm. because you guys have gone through the same thing even if you arrived at different values you know it is very hard to build that program up mm-hmm. it is very hard to examine what is going wrong what is going right and to arrive to that conclusion mm-hmm and you know it can make all the difference personally i think yeah it can put you onto a different path we we've done the work we continue to do the work you know it's a never anything but that's why we are right here right now doing a podcast Mm -hmm. is because we realized we had a lot of things that we believe and adapted to that we actually didn't make the choice to we just took on like camels like nietzsche would said Mm -hmm. you know all these burdens and we just wore them so now we're finally in the stages of building it up mm-hmm. and changing it. And this is like one part, this is one line of code in the software that we're running. Yeah. That's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah? Yeah. We're in the Matrix. Are you proud we're of yourself? Thing. We're all in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Go see the Matrix. That was your message. December 17th. No. <laughs>
Just Nerd. like one long, one long advertisement. We're sponsored by Warner Brothers. Look at the games right there. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> We're sick. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there are a lot more things to talk about uh, when it comes to technology, but I think, you know, we've talked about a few important things today. So I think, um, you know, maybe we can make a sub subcategory of what we talked about today uh, under technology. Maybe our industry, uh, full full episode, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, let us know. Um, or if you're I, interested in knowing more about semiconductor, if you want to hear it from people that... Right. We're in the industry. I mean, we don't really mm-hmm. want to talk about it, but if that's what you want to hear. We'll talk about it. Yeah, just let us know. Um, we can definitely talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess that wraps up this episode. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go. Are we gonna play a game after this? No, no games. Okay. There's no games. Yeah. Okay, I'm just guys. Left two games. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> play games. Have fun. Have fun. Bye. See ya. That's this week's episode of the Theory of the Living podcast. Thank you for listening with us. We're Cody and Kai. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you'd like to help support us, we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe for exclusive content. Also, please share with others who you think may find value in our discussion. Leave a rating, a review, and please subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube. Thank you again. See you later.